if you had to fill in the blank, I am something about yourself, and also I am not, what are some things you'd start to say? So somebody said, well, well tell me about yourself. Who are you? Uh, well, I am. Turn to the person next to you and say one thing. Who are you? I am. Or maybe you can think of five things, three things. John gets asked three different things. You'll find that out. And, what, and if it was, who are you? And you say, well, I'm not. How might you fill in that blank? Tell another person next to you or something. Not young. <laughs> I won't say who said that. So people come to John and say, who are you? But I think that's a question we all have to wrestle with. And I think we can wrestle with it as we read through the story a little bit. You see, John knows exactly who he is. Why? How does he know exactly who he is? Well, you find out he actually doesn't know exactly who he is because he spent time sitting down by the Jordan River, growing a big beard, eating locusts and honey, and just sitting there. Or uh, he didn't go out to the wilderness to find himself or to go on some sort of wilderness quest. He knows exactly who he is because he knows exactly who Jesus is. And for everyone that would come after his ministry, and that would be us, if his whole life purpose ministry is to point people to Jesus, that's why he's in the Gospels, to help point us to Jesus, he knows exactly who he is. When people come and want to put him on this big pedestal and, and want to uh, prop him, say, well, you're this great, are, are you the one, are you the Messiah, are you all these? What does he say? You see, instead of trying to find himself, he knows himself because he knows Jesus. And the same is true for you and me. In some ways, the more we, time we look inward trying to find ourselves, we probably won't. But the more you put your eyes on Jesus, put your eyes even on a little baby in a manger who happens to be Lord of all, you will, and you will find yourself far more quickly and more enduringly than probably anything else. You know who Jesus is. So the story goes like this. It says, and this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem, so they send out people to go out to say, find out who this guy is. He, he's got this crowd. All these people have come out to see him. To, they're, they're, he's telling all of them, this whole nation, they need to repent. Who does he think he is? That he, that are, are the leaders in Jerusalem not good enough at telling about God? That this guy out there is saying you all need to re repent? You can see how they, they can get a little upset about this. And they send him out. They sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem out to say, who are you? In verse 20, when you're told he does it three times, he confessed, did not deny, and confessed. That means he really, really, really said it emphatically. I am not. What you'll find here is when John is asked, who are you? He actually gives you three I am nots, and then in English, three I ams. 
And this is kind of his first mini-sermon in this section. There's another mini-sermon we'll talk about, like I said, next week. And this is the first one. And they say, who are you? Are you, are you the Christ? He says, no. Who are you? He says, I am not the Christ. That is, the Messiah. The... And guess what? For how many is the temptation of people to say, you're, you're great, you're, you're really something. You know, you're, you're, you're really good at that. John, you should, you, should take this, uh, you should take this preaching ministry thing on the road. You, you know, you could make a lot of money with this. You know, you, 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 why, you can, John, you should, you, you are something. You, everybody's listening to you. People are coming from everywhere. You could have a following. You could. How tempted are we to our egos growing as the crowds grow? He knows exactly who he is. He says, I am not the Messiah. Followers of Jesus who know who Jesus is know who themselves are, and they are humble. So that's the first I am not. The second I am not is, they asked him, what then are you Elijah? He says, I'm not. Now, if you're paying attention as we read in Matthew, we're going to spend a lot of time getting to know John over the next couple weeks. In Matthew, Jesus explicitly says later, he is Elijah. So what's going on? Jesus says he's Elijah. Here's John saying, I'm not Elijah. Are they, is one of them wrong? Well, no. For the truly humble follower of Jesus, to some degree, they actually don't even know their greatness in some ways. The person that you know that, that truly follows Jesus and serves other humbly, they actually don't have any idea how, how good they are at what they're doing or how great they are. He, so his self, John, his self-perception is there's no way I'm Elijah because he tells you later what he thinks he is. But Jesus later on says, yeah, yeah, he is. He's the one that Malachi said is coming. But this isn't whether John's right. This is how he's seeing himself. When people come out to say, who are you? Are you this great person? Are you the Messiah? Are you the one? He's like, no, I'm not. First, I am not. I'm not the Messiah. Second, I am not Elijah because People who know Jesus so well that they are so humble that they're not even aware in some ways of their own greatness. And then third, they say, are you the prophet? What does that mean? The prophet. In Deuteronomy 19, it talks about when the Messiah comes, a prophet like Moses, the great one, will come. And so they're asking, are, are, you, are you that one? He says, no, basically stop focusing on me. This isn't about me. I am not, I am not, I am not. And his answers get shorter and, and more terse as it goes on if you watch. Look at John's answers. First he says, I am not the Christ. I am not. No. See how short his answers get? First, I'm not the Christ. I'm not. No. And then they ask again, verse 22, well then who are you? Here it comes back again. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about your, like, we know it's not good to go back to our bosses without something, right? We, 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 we don't do that. We, we could be in trouble. We, don't want, we have to have something. What does he say? Then he switches from I, three I am nots to, in English, three I ams. You have to look for them a little bit. But the first one is plain. He says, I am before there was a show, <laughs> I am the voice. That is, I am what Isaiah 40 talked about. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He's out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. 
And he even says, as Isaiah said. So he says, I, I, I know that I am fulfilling God's word and God's purpose in Isaiah to make straight the way. The Messiah is coming. God is coming for his people. He loves them. Yes, repent, confess, be baptized. And the great one is coming. He is here. Now, they were sent from the Pharisees, so they asked, this is verse 25, it says, well, then why are you baptizing? Like, why are you doing all this stuff if, if you're not the one? Basically, your ministry looks pretty grand and pretty great, but you're, you're not the one. Why are you going through all this? If you're, you're, why are you baptizing if you're neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? And then he answered them, and this is the second I am, says, I baptized, or another English translation says, I am a baptizer with water. But among you, interesting point, stands one who you do not know, and he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I'm not worthy to untie. So the second I am is I'm a one who baptizes. I baptize. What he's saying here is compared to Jesus, my ministry is nothing. It totally pales in comparison to who Jesus is, saying I'm a baptizer of, of water. I'm, I'm doing this thing here. All you guys are coming out here to me and confessing and repenting, and you're coming to God. That's wonderful. But that is so small compared to the real one who is coming. But I never noticed this. Until reading it and studying it this week. He says, but among you stands one you do not know. Many people think Jesus was actually in the crowd then. There was a crowd. They were listening. They were out there. And then we're told Jesus comes to be baptized by John. So he comes out of the crowd. I never thought about it that way. And one writer talking about it suggests just like Jesus was in that crowd and they didn't know it, how often can that be in every other congregation since then? That Jesus is there among the worshipers of God, and they might not even know it. And John says, among you stands one you do not know. And he might have even been there. We don't know for sure, obviously. But he comes after me, the strap of whose sandal, and here's the third I am not, or I am, I mean, I am not worthy to untie. It says these things, oh, I'll take, talk to the verse in a minute. So the third, third one is, I, first, I'm the voice. Second, I'm a baptizer, and I am not worthy to untie his sandals. Do you see how much greater he is going to be? However great you think I am, it is nothing compared to Jesus. Now, this isn't that John has a, an ego problem that, that he, he doesn't, you know, self-hate or anything. No, he knows exactly who he is because he knows exactly who Jesus is. And when you know who Jesus is, you will better know who you are. See, do you know that Jesus is the one, the hoped for, the awaited, the, the promised one that, that God has come. He has not left his people alone. And to put that even more on the ground for us, do you know that that means Jesus knows everything there is to know about you? Even more than you know about yourself, Jesus knows. And he still is born for you, to die for you. He, he knows what you've done. He knows what you will do. And he accepts you. Actually, better than that, he doesn't just, he certainly does not approve of everything we do. He, he accepts you 100% unconditionally. But better than that, Jesus himself is the one perfect son of God. 
God himself in human flesh, the one perfect one, and better than just accepting you, he actually gives you his perfect sonship, his perfect identity. That's what it means for us to be in Christ when when we come to faith and we are baptized. We are made like Jesus, that is a perfect son, perfect child of our heavenly father. And so to know Jesus means to then know exactly who, who you are. That no amount of rejection can take that away. No amount of of what someone else can say to you or or do to you can take that away. You can go to sleep tonight. You can wake up tomorrow and say, I am a child of God. Actually, Jesus has given me his perfect sonship, his perfect identity. And then the last verse, you might think it's a throwaway. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. No story in the Bible starts, especially in the Gospels, once upon a time. And no story in the Gospels ends, and they lived happily ever after. Now, a lot of other uh, religions, purported holy books, have these sort of fantastical starts and ends that, that people kind of know it didn't happen anywhere. It, it's, it's kind of a story. These things took place, happened on the ground, on dirt, by water, in this place. And this verse is actually really, was really helpful for archaeologists to find ruins of uh, churches, places where, where exactly John was. Bethany, there's actually two different sites that people kind of fight about of where John was. And Bethany, across the Jordan, which is in modern-day Jordan today, What that's saying to me is, your God cares so much about you and you knowing who you are in Christ that he would put his feet on the ground too. Not a God that stays far away and says, oh yeah, I'll sprinkle some um, better dust on the earth and make things better. No, your salvation happened in real time, in real place. Your God got his feet dirty, his hands dirty, and walked around on the earth in the same way he comes and walks around in your life and in your heart and is born for you. Do you know who you are?